We humans are naturally compelled to compare ourselves with one another. We are continually measuring people's status, the level of respect and attention they receive, and noticing any differences between what we have and what they have. For some of us, this need to compare serves as a spur to excel through our work. For others, it can turn into deep envy, feelings of inferiority and frustration that lead to covert attacks and sabotage. Robert Greene, welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadin, and you are in the right place if you are interested in living an inspired life by making mindful decisions and taking positive actions to live harmoniously and imprint effectively on those you mentor and love. Today we are discussing the law of envy from Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature. It provides you with the actions you can take to create an optimistic mindset, elevate your well-being, and live an extraordinary life. We are well on our way through this book, and if you've missed any of the episodes, there is a link in the show notes for you to go back and have a listen. This chapter is fascinating, and you may actually need to watch or listen a few times to let it really sink in, because envy is hard to spot. It's hard to spot in others, and it's hard to spot in ourselves. It's important understand this law for your own well-being. And in the words of Teddy Roosevelt, comparison is the thief of joy and being envious of someone else. Well, you're just giving away your own happiness, aren't you? So let's get started. Let's decode the mystery of envy, which we use in order to motivate ourselves and understand the motivation of others. Think of it as a natural stimulant, which can be beneficial if used in the right way. What do I mean by that? Well, if you want to achieve your goals, find out what the person you envy did. What did they do? What actions did they take? Observe. It'll change your mindset. It will. And then you're able to emulate them and then to launch yourself forward. I'm gonna give some good examples here today. Equally, by recognizing when somebody is envious of you and your accomplishments, know if they're actually saboteurs that wish to undermine you rather than befriend you. So it's a little self-reflection and self-protection. This is alive and well in social media, especially from people who like to stay anonymous online and just, you know, dig in on others. <laughs> Think about it. They are actually jealous because they cannot reveal themselves to you. They are jealous of you and your circumstances, what you are doing. And uh, this was really came home to me when I was on my Twitter feed. And I follow Marsha Wright, and she said, To be great, you have to be willing to be mocked, hated, and misunderstood. Those are the signs of envy. They are. And if you know this, then you won't make the mistake of taking things so personally. Belittling people are just that, little. Green gives 
excellent historical examples in his book. I mean, it is so well written. But one is actually being in the time of the Old Testament, where Cain kills Abel out of envy. So this is not a new idea. It is not because of social media. And hopefully people aren't... It's violent anymore. But anyways, if somebody is treating you poorly, it's not because you deserve it. It's because that's what they do in order to make themselves feel better because they're lacking something. Green gives four examples to watch for. First is micro expressions. The face reveals what the words do not say. I love that. How do they react when you give them good news? Equally, how do they react when you give them bad news? Do you see a little grin forming, a little sparkle? Mm-hmm. When bad luck befalls you, sometimes people actually feel a little happy about that. <laughs> Number two is poisonous praise. Mm-hmm. Those are the snide comments people make about your success and your failure. Then there's backbiting, or simply put, gossiping. People who gossip to you about other people are also gossiping about you, even if it's not true. So if you find your circle of friends has suddenly become smaller for some reason, it could be that that envious person is spreading a little rumor about you out there. And then fourth, the push and pull, which takes the form of a dramatic play. These are the bullies who pretend to be our friends. Green says, nobody admits to acting out of envy. You must recognize the early warning signs praise and bids for friendships that seems effusive and out of proportion. Think about those four traits I just mentioned. He goes on to say subtle digs at your, at you, pardon me, subtle digs at you under the guise of good-natured humor, apparent uneasiness with your success. It is most likely to crop up among friends or your peers in the same profession. Mm-hmm. Learn to deflect envy by drawing attention away from yourself. Develop your sense of self-worth from internal standards, not incessant comparisons. Whoa, if you've ever worked anywhere in your life, <laughs> you know this is exactly true. This is exactly true. And it's hard to do. But that's why we're here today to talk about this. So how do you do this? Well, Green gives five tips on how you can work on it. First, and I love this one, move closer to what you envy. In doing so, you will notice that behind all the glitter is not gold. Once you are closer to a person that you envy, you will understand that they too have struggles, doubts, and disadvantages. Life is not easy for anyone. Look beyond the surface to see what you are really envying. Do you want all that attention 
and responsibility that goes with it. Next, engage in downward comparisons. This is fascinating. If you stop comparing yourself to people who have more stuff than you and focus on how fortunate you are with your own well-being, life is going to look pretty darn good. It's just a little twist, a little twist in the action, right? The benefit of this is that you'll then be more grateful for what you do have. Engage in downward comparisons. If you do that, you will also feel more empathetic to those people, those people with less. Picture this. When you are comparing yourselves to millionaires and watching YouTube videos on get-rich-quick schemes, which are never true, 50% <laughs> of the world's population lives on less than $5 a day. If that does not pull at your heartstrings and make you feel more empathetic and feel grateful, then I don't know what. <laughs> but seriously, this is according to the World Bank. How grateful are you feeling now? $5 a day. That just seems practically impossible, doesn't it? Third, practice Mitfreud which is the opposite about feeling happy about other people's demise. There's a quote from philosopher Frederick Nietzsche. Listen to this. The serpent that stings us means to hurt us and rejoices as it does so. The lowest animal can imagine the pain of others. But to imagine the joy of others and to rejoice at it is the highest privilege of the highest animals. Think about that. You want to raise the bar in your life? Practice Mitfreud, being happy for others, expressing the joy. You will raise the bar in your life if you are happy for people rather than feeling happy for their ruin. And in being happy for other people, I mean, if something exciting is happening in their life, be like, I'm so excited for you. That is awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's that simple. Then you will not only feel that joy, you will not only internalize their happiness, but you will start to form a natural bond with others. Practice Mit Freud. Next, Transmute envy into emulation. Rather than being envious, imitate what they are doing. You are able to learn to do anything. So remind yourself, if they can do it, you can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. Did it before, do it again. Just keep moving forward. You must persist until you succeed and be disciplined in your work ethic because this doesn't happen overnight, does it? It takes time, patience, energy, and you learn by doing. Green says, related to this, having a sense of purpose, a feel for your calling in life is a great way to immunize yourself against envy. 
You are focused on your own life and plans, which are clear and invigorating. What gives you satisfaction is realizing your potential, not earning attention from the public, which is fleeting. You have much less need to compare. Your sense of self-worth comes from within, not from without. Let me say that again. Your sense of self-worth comes from within, not from without. How true is that? If you need a quick reminder of this sometimes, uh, you can listen to the short episode I did, episode 67, in which I pose a question, what do you do that is meaningful? It kind of puts a little question mark out there for you. And the fifth tip is to admire human greatness. There are some amazing people throughout history, but there's also amazing people right in your backyard. And you can acknowledge other people's achievements and be truly happy for them. Just be truly, honestly happy for someone else. There's a lot of effort in living life, in creating greatness, in creating anything. There's a lot of effort that goes into that. And that effort if you take action, turns into results. If you want to succeed, search for that person or persons that have paved the way before you. Because there's no really new ideas. There's just new ways of doing things. And an excellent way of reminding yourself is that you're looking for a role model and you're happy for their success and you want the same for you and your family. A good mentor leads by example, lives by example, lives the lifestyle that you want. Find out how they got there. And Green ends the chapter by reminding us to, hey, just stop and smell the roses every now and then. Be grateful for your surroundings and all that you do have in life. And the miracle that we're even here, it's fantastic. And I am so grateful grateful for you for spending your precious time with me today. Thank you. I love that you want to help yourself so you can help others, that you want to work on your self-awareness so you can be aware of what other people need. And if you're raising children, educating students, or supervising people at a job, you know, be a positive influence on them and have the courage to share this show with someone you know, and maybe have the courage to just give me a little thumbs up or five-star review. I'd be so, so grateful because that's how other people find the show. It is. And we need to spread optimism throughout the world. Live an inspired life and practice wishing other people well with joy. That's Mitt Freud.